From my dining table or my living room couch, and sometimes even my bedroom, this is Soon to Be Esquire, the podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tory. Hello, hello, everyone. It is me, Madison Tory, your host of Soon to Be Esquire, back again with another episode for the podcast. So, what? Oh my goodness, the last time we talked, um, I was leaving Utah, actually. Um, that episode went up, actually, the day I flew out. Um, <laughs> I told you guys about my little heat stroke that happened. Um, such a great time. Um, midterm season. And yeah, um, had a great time in Utah. Can't wait to get back. But for this week's episode, of course, I'm going to give you guys another update on how I'm doing. Um, but for today, the episode is entitled Soon to be Accountable. And recently, um, I found I've come to give accountability and responsibility. Um, those two words, just kind of a new meaning with just different aspects of my life. So, you know, of course, as a law student, there is a lot of responsibility that you have, um, that you're given. I mean, right when you start your first day, really before that, as you're preparing to go into law school. And then when you actually get into law school, you really have to be accountable for yourself because, you know, like no one's going to hold your hand through it. Um, of course, you know, the school and its administrators and your peers as well, they will be as supportive as possible, but really it's on you to do what needs to be accomplished. And so, of course, I understood what that meant in classes, but now in some other areas um, of my life, I kind of have new meaning. So like I said, with my classes, I understand that. Um, With midterms, I get that. Um, And the NPR, which was crazy, you guys. Um, It was definitely crazy. So I took the test this week, actually, um, because I wasn't feeling that well. And I was just like, okay, I don't want to risk anything with COVID going on and all that. So what I did, I just originally I was supposed to take it last week um, on that Friday, but um, I rescheduled it, (coughs) excuse me, for Wednesday of this week. And so I was just worried that, you know, if I was sick, I could pass something on to someone else. And just wanted to make sure I took a precaution. So a few days before, you know, Friday, obviously, I think it was Tuesday of last week, I just decided to reschedule. But then Wednesday, (laughs) a storm hit New Orleans. Although I'm not in New Orleans and I am in Florida, we kind of got some like the backlash of the rain. But my testing center um, was in Mobile. It was the closest one next to me. They didn't have any around the area. I'm I'm in, um, they had one in Tallahassee, but that's hours and hours away from me. And Mobile is only about an hour and a half to maybe an hour and 45 minutes away from me. So that was just the closest one. And what happened was they had to cancel um, some of the tests that were happening in the afternoon. So they allowed um, some of the morning tests to happen. Like I think it was 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. But anything scheduled after that for the NPRE, they had to cancel, which was which is unfortunate. 
because uh, I know for myself and a few other students, uh, had to take the MPRE for um, course credit in our like um, lawyering skills class or whatever your ethics class may be. And um, <clears throat> so our professor was saying, you know, if it was canceled, what's going to happen is you'll just have to receive an incomplete this semester and then take it next semester once it's finally rescheduled because there are no other MPRE um, tests for the rest of the year, um, which is, once again, unfortunate. But to just take it next semester and then, you know, your grade will be changed and updated accordingly to whatever, you know, score you got on the MPRE. And with everything going on with all these storms and hurricanes, I mean, you know, we all know 2020 has definitely been (laughs) a very unique, a very unique year. Um, One with the pandemic and then everything being online. And then now with everything that's going on in the climate. Oh, (laughs) and then of course, this presidential election coming up next week. I hope you guys voted early or mailed in your ballot. If you haven't, make sure you go vote on Tuesday, by the way. But anyways, there's just has been so much going on um, this year. And it seems like once school started, I would, I think maybe a month and a half after we had our classes, there were, there has been hurricanes basically every weekend. If not every weekend, it's definitely been every other weekend. And, you know, it's kind of just hitting the same area over and over again. And it's ridiculous. You know, power continues to go out and it takes days for it to turn back on sometimes, depending on what area you live in. And it's definitely very unfortunate. I know um, we had a hurricane hit here in Florida and it was really bad. I mean, fences were knocked down. At least I... I wasn't here, but my family was here, and um, they didn't have power for, I mean, days, and so having to stay at a friend's house because they had power, it was just some crazy, some crazy things happened, like trees knocking down, a part of a bridge missing, but I mean, with all of that being said, somehow, <laughs> once again, you guys, I swear, I continue to remind you guys in every episode, um, I don't know how I'm trying, I'm finding some type of positivity through all of this, but that's just what I'm trying to do, um, which is hilarious to me, actually. But... Through all of this, I have definitely learned a lesson about accountability and responsibility. And so, as you guys know, I've kind of been back and forth in so many different environments since the school got started. I started in New Orleans, and then I um, came back home for a bit, and then I went to Utah, and now I'm back home. And I'm actually about to go to Illinois um, and be there for the rest of the year, so at least there's some stability there. Um, But... Uh, there were just some things going on with my family, and I talked to you guys a bit in a previous episode about how a family member of mine has some mental health issues, and so I never thought that I would have to kind of take on a responsibility of having to care for another person, at least yet, <laughs> so soon. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm only 23. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just learned how to make my own doctor's appointments. No. 
And so um, learning how to care for another person, um, it's definitely not a position that I saw myself I was that I thought I was going to be in at all. Um, at least for, like I said, quite for some time, definitely until I was, you know, done with school and had a handle on my own life and knew how to do things for myself. Um, but I will say it definitely has been difficult and which is basically why I've been back home. Um, and so just learning how to do so many different things, um, I keep saying it's been difficult, but it just truly has. And before, like from the beginning of the semester, basically until now, I would always kind of have this excuse in the back of my mind, like, okay, well, I don't know how to do it. So because I don't know how to do it, I'm going to try. But if it doesn't happen, I'm like, okay, I'm going to push it back for something else. I'm going to just set it aside because I need to get this done right now. And um, of course, my my first priority as a student is my classes, but learning how to balance that and now taking care of another person, um, now that has to be my priority as well. And so just learning about balance and priority and the different responsibilities I've had kind of put, I've had to put myself in check and hold myself accountable, which is really what I want this episode to be about. And I want to talk to you guys a bit on how I've done that in different aspects of uh, my life so far this semester. And so with my family, I just decided, okay, I really kept putting things on the back burner because I would remember and like, oh, I need to take care of this. And then literally days would go on, weeks would go on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I still haven't completed this. And I realized I'm like, okay, this isn't, this is something that needs to be finish now like okay physical therapy appointments or therapist appointments and neurology appointments all of those different type of things okay those need to happen ASAP um just other things that have to be sorted out um whether I'm like okay we can stay here for the rest of the year or maybe we should go there because of family and just learning what's the best for everyone involved and and it's it's just been a lot definitely been a lot. And really, I mean, I'm not just caring for one person. I'm caring for two other people besides myself. And so learning how to do that so soon, I just, I don't think I was ready. I I don't think I'll, (laughs) no one may ever really be ready for it at 23 years old. Um, But just realizing, okay, look, you're in this position. You can't continue to play the poor me card things have to get done or you can't continue to say things are just really hard right now I don't know how to do things you can't continue to play those cards because guess what it's not helping you and it's not helping the people that are in this situation along with you so what I decided is is, okay all right so what needs to happen is I know the responsibilities I have what I need to do is learn how to really complete these responsibilities what are what are all of the duties how can I just really get everything done and complete all the tasks that are needed in this aspect of my life for right now and that's how I'm going to have to hold myself accountable for now 
And, you know, I'm going to talk a bit more about about um, what my plan is and um, in doing in doing that um, a bit later. But I want to talk to you guys also about another aspect of my life that I think I definitely have been lacking. And in the beginning of the semester, I knew it was going to be hard with the whole friendships, um, just with um, doing things online. I knew that was going to be difficult. Although I did it during the summer and it was fine. Um, I was really looking forward to the beginning of the semester because I was just like, great, I can finally be back in my environment um, with some of my friends, grab a drink with them, go out to eat with them, and just relax a bit. Although we will definitely be stressed out during the semester, I just definitely rely on my family, my friends, as my support system. So, you know, obviously not being with them in person has been a struggle for really everyone this year, definitely. And so I had to take responsibility for kind of being a bad friend. And so I reached out to some people. I'm like, hey, sorry, I haven't talked to you in blah, blah, blah. It's, there's just been a lot going on with my family and I've been learning how to, to take care of people and just, I've been put in a position I didn't think I'd have to while still balancing classes, all of these things. And, um, I just realized, okay, I really just, I've been a pretty poor friend and it's, it's not, I can't keep blaming it on, oh, well, they haven't texted me either. Da, 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 da. Like that doesn't matter. It takes two to tango is what they say. And so just learning, okay, all right, both people have to put effort into it. Obviously, obviously if someone thinks that, well, they haven't talked or called me in a while and I'm always initiating something, yeah, they might backtrack a bit and backpedal. Um, but if you want something to work, you have to, you have to put some effort into it. And so I was so happy um, last weekend when my girls came home. I mean, my day one OG girls, okay? I'm talking about when you watch that show, Girlfriends, and the theme song comes on. <laughs> the four of us, we ha- actually, we haven't been together in so, so long. So my best friend, Dee Dee, her and I literally grew up together. I mean, diapers and everything, we grew up together had our own little band while we were in our diapers and everything. Um, So she came into town. She lives in Tampa. It was amazing seeing her. And my friend um, Jasmine and Tiana, they're still in the area, but they're definitely doing their own different things now. I mean, if I want to see one of them, it's like a 50-minute drive. If I want to see the other one, it's definitely going to have an hour, maybe an hour 15 uh, drive for me. But uh, we just decided on that night, all right, let's all come together in a neutral place. Let's have some dinner. Let's have some drinks. Let's catch up. And it was so, so good seeing them. Um, glad I had time to do that too. But yeah, we. I was just like, oh my goodness, this this is unacceptable. We really haven't gotten together. And when I tell y'all years, I mean years before law school, obviously, (laughs) but before undergrad too. So that was five and a half. Yeah. About five and a half years ago, since all four of us were together. 
And so it was, it was a really long time. And so with honestly, all of my relationships, basically every relationship in my life, it's like I'm in another long distance relationship besides with Joshua, my boyfriend. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, it can really be draining when all of your significant relationships are in so many different places. So my best friends in Tampa while I'm in New Orleans or while I'm in Florida or while I'm in Utah. And my other best friend is in Phoenix, Arizona, and he's been there for years and we haven't seen each other in forever. And now I'm boyfriends in Utah and my mom's side of the family's in Illinois. And I have all these real people that I care about so much and that I would definitely relied on, you know, before I went to school, I have just been really making excuses to not invest into the relationship. And so I just decided, all right, you know what, this is enough. Talk to my friends like, okay, this is what we're going to have to do next year. I'm going to come see you at this time. I've got my plane ticket to see you over here. I got my plane ticket to see you over there and, you know, vice versa. And so just being a lot more intentional about it because I think that's another thing that this year taught me is people can really come and go so easily and that time is just valuable with the people that you have in your life. So you might as well just cherish it and, you know, be intentional with the time you have with them. Never take it for granted. And so that's just what I want to talk about, at least with, you know, some of my relationships that have been going on. And now I guess I want to talk about a bit how I have decided to take accountability with with these things. And so I talked a bit, you know, about like my friendships or I would like to call all of my all of my relationships, long distance relationships, you know, decided that all right, I I just have to seriously put put these things as a priority because it makes me happy. And if I'm not happy, I'm not good to anybody else. Like I am miser- miserable to be around when I'm not happy. Whether that be me not being happy because I'm not taking time to my time to myself, me not being happy because now I'm not going to my counseling sessions, me not being happy because now I'm not taking my health seriously, or me not being happy because I'm not being around the people that I truly enjoy being around and care for, um, or just forgetting that, oh, right. You know, there is some me time that I I have to take, even though I am taking care of people, even though I am a law student and have other responsibilities. And so just kind of remembering what makes me happy, I think, has to kind of be the most important part. Because if I'm not happy, like I said, no one else is happy and I'm not going to be useful to anybody. I'm not going to be useful to my professor as a TA. I'm not going to be useful to my family as a support system. I'm just not going to, it's just, there's, there's no point. And so putting myself first, putting yourself first definitely can be hard, but it's what you have to do sometimes because people are relying on you. 
And yes, you might feel pressure and you might feel stressed from that. But ooh, if you're not the best you for them, mm-mm, you are definitely not helping them. And the thing is, I, I always knew that. I know this. But really, like, carving out time for yourself and being a bit more intentional about that and saying, oh, no, I can't do that. I need you to actually do the dishes. I need you actually to make her food. I need you to drive her to her appointments for today because I need to focus on me or I'm going to go away for this weekend. Doing those kinds of things, um, it's what we all need. You know what I'm saying? Or doing whatever makes you happy, whether that might be dribbling a basketball with your friends, going for a run. Um, You just have to do it. You have to do it. Now, for me, (laughs) for me, I, I love to be around people that make me happy. I love to eat as well. (laughs) I love to eat, um, but I also love to like cook and bake. So I know, okay, those things, they make me happy. I also love to shop. (laughs) Um, And just, I like to just, like I said, be around people that make me happy and calling my friends up and be like, hey, talking to them for hours. Because once I talk to my friend and we get to talking, it is bad. There is no stopping us. (laughs) We can just get to yapping and we will go on for hours. But those are the things that make me happy. And so... I had to identify, all right, what's making me happy? What are the things that I can control? Here are the things that I cannot control. And so kind of getting into control, uh, what I had to deal with my family, I'm like, all right, you know what? I can't control the position that I'm in now. What I can't control is how I deal with it from here on out. So what I decided to do was that, you know what, I need help because everyone uh, always says, you know, God doesn't place anything on you that you can't handle. Um, You know, you'll, you'll take care of it. You'll be fine. And I completely, completely agree with that. But I think what people fail to realize is that, well, God has other people in your life to help you with that. You know, there's these other systems that have already been set up. So you aren't always feeling the brunt of everything and you're not always stressed. And um, so I just decided, all right, you know what? We need to go to Illinois, be with my family, be with my grandmother, my aunties and cousins and my uncles. And I just need to let them know, you know what, I need help because I don't, number one, I don't know how to do this. I need to learn how to do this so I can become better for the people in my lives um, and just help them get better. And so just kind of admitting that, all right, you cannot do everything on your own. I know I had a problem with that and I know where I get that from is that if I want something done in a certain way, usually I like to do it on my own or I'll just be like, okay, I'll try and delegate it to someone, but they'll mess it up one time and I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll get it done. And I do get it done, but there's only so many hours in a day and there's no, there's really no reason or no excuse to have to constantly worry about all these different aspects when there's people 
that I can rely on, when there's other systems that I can be, you can just release some of these burdens to and some of the responsibilities to. And so I'm so thankful to, you know, be able to do that, be able to rely on some family members um, for that, because I know I definitely cannot um, <laughs> do any, do this on my own. And I, you know what, I will say I applaud those individuals out there who can, such as single mothers and single fathers or caretakers. I mean, wow, y'all are really, 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 really an inspiration because uh, for one person to have all that responsibility, um, maybe even if it's not just for three kids you may have or maybe an elderly person in your in your life you may have to take care of uh even if it's just one like that that is a lot to do to be responsible for an entire life um and I know I can't do it on my own so like I said I'm entirely grateful to be able to have an option to rely on family for that which is why we're going to Illinois and so being able to kind of just like do that and be there for the rest of the year, maybe even until, I don't even know, um, January, February, March, April, May, um, we will see. Obviously, I will update you guys on that, but um, whatever it takes to get into a better position um, than we were before, I can't, I truly cannot wait for that just to be able, you know, to breathe again. And so... Yeah, just like literally I'm I'm breathing a sigh of relief right now. Um, but yeah, just know that, all right, it's okay to ask for help. Yes, God would not give you anything more that you can't, can handle. That is absolutely correct. But there are tools that he also gave you in order to handle this burden, to handle the situation. And I think people may forget that sometimes. And so just remembering it is so incredibly important. So um, that's kind of where I am and like some of the personal aspects of my life. As far as law school, I talked to you guys a bit before about my classes, midterm and then PRE and then some of the hurricanes and storms. Um, I know last week, no, not last week when I was in Utah, I talked to you guys a bit about how I was joining a journal. And so we got our first assignment. I completed that. Um, and now I'm working on the second assignment and doing like different subs insights and editing, you know, comments for the journal, which um, honestly, guys, I may, I may be a geek. I, maybe I'm a nerd, but I enjoy it. Um, now, what I will say is I don't like the blue book. The blue book is not my friend. Um, I always have to flip and flip and flip back and forth because one rule usually is like, okay, go to this chart, T9, and or it'll say go to this rule. And then this rule may reference the rule that was just referenced by it, um, uh, which can be irritating, but that's okay. Um, but anyways, I'm enjoying the work that I've been doing so far on the journal. So at least I, I'm, I know I'm happy um, with the journal I chose because over the summer I was trying to choose, um, whether I should join one, whether I should join another one or whether I should join one at all, at all. 
And so um, I'm really happy with the decision that I made. Um, And I got some great advice about choosing between that as well. But anyways, um, that's kind of where I'm at with the journal and some of my responsibilities. It's just, you know, reading and editing, reading and editing, which is completely fine with me. It'll get me used to some of, I guess, the work that I may be doing post-law school. And then uh, responsibilities as a TA, I definitely have gotten my groove with that. I feel like it's kind of clockwork now. Send my weekly summer report at the be- uh, the beginning of the week, straight early in the morning. Sometimes I'll have some office hours. And um, anyways, I'm definitely enjoying um, some of the TA work as well. So um, that's going great as well. Now, my duties as a student... Maybe I shouldn't say it like that. I felt like I said that in a negative way or in a negative connotation. Of course, that's my first priority. Well, I'm going to take that back. It's my second. Me. I'm my number one priority. I have to remember that. But as a student, um, of course, classes are number one priority in the journal and TA, everything, BALSA, all that stuff. It has to come after that because, you know, once again, what do you come to school for? You came to school to get your degree, to secure your degree. And um, you don't want to play around with that. And um, I've always, like, okay, I've always reminded myself, okay, all right, it's number one priority, this and that. But I think it, there's, I have a bit, a better realization of how I have to put that at the forefront now. Oh, just like with everything else that's going on with my life and learning how to balance it all. And so before, you know, I remember one year during orientation, they would talk about, okay, work-life balance. And they gave us a presentation on it. I mean, my first year, I didn't really have to worry about it because I didn't really have any responsibilities outside of being a student. I didn't have to care for people. Um, I was chilling (laughs) and I was living my best life. And, um, now it's definitely different. So there's, there's a new meaning, new meaning, a new significance that I have with, you know, a work-life balance. And it really breaks my heart when I have to say no to some people or even Joshua, like, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Just like maybe before, yeah, I could take a quick trip a weekend. You ask me two days before, hey, you want to go to Las Vegas? Yeah, let's go to Las Vegas. Let's do it. I can't, I can't do that now. Um, but maybe tell me a few weeks in advance. Let's go. Maybe a month in advance would be great. <laughs> let's go, you know. Um, could make it work but just kind of learning to say no which breaks my heart at least when saying no to the people that I really care about care for um I I I hate it I really do because it's it's not like they're asking hey give me (laughs) I need this I need that it's the when I say I hate saying no I mean like when you're asking to spend more time with me that's what I mean And so that, I hate that because, I mean, it's the worst. And like I said, with the relationships that I do have, friendships and, uh, and, you know, they're all long distance. 
And so saying no to those people in my friendships, it it's so sad, but learning the balance, learning the balance, you all. <laughs> oh goodness, it is something else. It is truly something else. But you know, I have been learning that holding myself accountable and knowing that the choices I make have an effect on people and the things around me. Just just kind of diving more into that personal accountability, personal responsibility, becoming more self-aware. Um, it's something that obviously I'm continuing to learn about, but I think it's better for me, obviously, you know steps closer to becoming a real adult, (laughs) having an adult life. Um, And I know in the end, it'll all be good for me. But, you know, things will only get better if we truly work at them, you know, Uh, if you truly devote time into it. Um, And that doesn't mean saying yes to everything. It doesn't mean going along with everything that is good for you. Sometimes you have to say no to some things that could be good for you. You have to say no to some things that are a great opportunity um, or that times that may sound like, oh, that's going to be like such a great time. You might have FOMO, but just know that it's okay. And the no's, saying some of those no's are going to be good for you as well. It's going to help better yourself in the long run. And so I really hope that me sharing my experience about, you know, obviously not just law school, but my personal life and trying to hold myself accountable or trying to be, quote unquote, a real adult um, helps you in some way. And, you know, I always, obviously, with this podcast, because that's the point of it, I always try to relate it back to law school somehow or life as being a law student But like I said, 2020 has been a crazy year. And um, if anything, I think it just has showed us that we have to adapt in so many scenarios. And yeah, we might not always be comfortable. But look, guess what? Things are going to happen in life that you're not going to be comfortable with. And you're just going to have to get over it. Um, You know, if you don't like it, guess what? Change it. If you're just going to complain about it and don't change it, well, honey, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) But um, there's always something that we can do about the things that we can control, such as our reactions to how life treats, um, to what life throws at us. So you can control your reactions to actions. Um. Anyways, like I said, once again, I hope that this episode has truly helped you in some way, shape, or form. Um, Come back again, not next week, but the week after that. I actually not this weekend. Oh my gosh. I always confuse myself with this bi-weekly thing. Oh goodness. Um, Anyways, it'll be October the next episode you guys get. Um... And, oh, I just realized it'll be um, October. Isn't Halloween on the 31st? I think, yeah, Halloween's on the 31st. It'll be Halloween when this goes live. So happy Halloween, everyone. Oh, my goodness. 
just realizing that, yay, hope you guys get it. Actually, no, don't go trick-or-treating. <laughs> There's a pandemic happening. Don't go trick-or-treating. Uh, run to Walmart really quick if you have to get a little thing of candy um, and go around your house. I don't know, stopping at different doors and picking them up with your kids. I know that's what I'm doing for my nieces and my nephew. I got candy and a little bowl for them. Um, they live right next door. So I said, okay, you guys can come over here and get your little cute experience and that be that. But definitely you all stay safe. Um, like I said, it will be November once you guys get another podcast episode. I will be on my way to Illinois then. And I can't wait to talk to you guys about how everything's going. But once again, thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Y'all have a great one.